It's time to raise the roof for our 82nd episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It is me, Bree, and Gibby with you here today to talk about the Rays. Obviously, we're going to talk about that crazy Labor Day game, which probably was one of the games of the year, if not the game of the year. At least for the Rays, it was definitely oh, yeah. the game of the year. But that that was a really good game. It was oh wild back and forth. Compare. They yeah, kept trying it, to volleyball us. Did you see that? They kept going up too. They kept trying to like volleyball score us. That's not how it works, Red Sox. Come on. I mean, I mean, they listened. I guess they yeah. they they listened after. But we're gonna talk about that game. We're gonna talk about the Twin series, rest of the Red Sox series, some other fun things sprinkled in here and there. But before we start off with this, uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Razor Roof TV website, RazorRoofTV.com. Keep following and sharing and supporting the podcast as you do. If you guys want to sponsor us or if you have any comments, questions, concerns, raise the roof TV at gmail.com, uh, YouTube channel, raise the roof, Twitch, raise the roof, Twitch. What is everyone's hurts at today? The hurts level is high. Um, also, make sure you enter that giveaway, right? We yes. are doing that giveaway for that shirt, right? Yes. Enter the yeah. giveaway for the hurts shirt. Yeah. Which, by the way, on Instagram, we only have like three comments. So, and, if you on, want and on Twitter, we only have two. Yeah. That's a free yeah, it's like, guys. That's like 33% chance right now. Yeah. That those so guys got. Comment so you can get your shirt. Come yeah, on. You got to comment shirt. on the shirt. It's nice quality. It is It is a nice quality. I might have to go pin it as the pin comment in order for people to oh, yeah. see it. My hurts uh, level is high right now, by the it way. Is, it, I is, have, it is high. I have like two energy drinks in me. Oh, that seems like not a good idea. That's manufactured. It's, it's like one red, one red bull. One Maybe red one bull. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> you should be. Uh, why would you say that? <laughs> why not? I, I won't say anything. I won't say anything too boisterous. You won't say anything too boisterous. Got it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to keep you, uh, keep you subdued. Uh, Bree, what are your hurts at today? The hurts are like. 400 you know just had to do a lot today (laughs) and like it could always be worse but like the hurts are not as high as they normally would be understandable we're getting through we're grinding it out i i respect that mine are at probably around the same to be honest because i've been sick the last couple days but we're doing we're doing what we gotta send some hurts to you guys I yeah, know you should. Hurts. I know you should. That Red Bull on over here, buddy boy. Oh, I don't need Red Bull right now. That would not Ew. sit well with the sickness. <laughs> yeah, that, that sickness. would sick. Yes, I'm sick. Do not hear it in my voice. Yeah, sound I terrible. I was I was just letting the audience know. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Gibby. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, let's talk about that that Labor Day game yesterday. Rays end up beating the Red Sox 11-10 in 10 innings. Game lasted nearly four, sorry, five hours long. Plenty of lead changes. The Rays were down 7-1 at one point. Uh, Just chaos. I don't know how else to describe it. Insanity, bewilderment, dumbfoundedness. Like, how how would you guys describe the experience of watching yesterday's game? It was so, so weird because we just had this bullpen. I mean, the day before, right, we had a... We had to go to the bullpen a little early in the Twins game, I believe. Yep. Yeah, because Luis Patino only pitched two and, a, and two-thirds innings. And then this next day, Yarbrough doesn't have the best start. He gets – he gets they get to him early. I mean, that's kind of a common thing just between him and the Red Sox. So so he's out, he's out by a second inning, and we have to stretch our bullpen once again. And, I mean, these guys did pretty good. I mean – we didn't even put in some of our best. We had to put Colin McHugh in the end of the game. And by the way, he shut it down. I mean, obviously, a lot of people got hits. Like, there were there some hits on him. He had some walks. But he was able to manage and just really take take a hole at the end of that game. Like, once in the, in the, in the bottom of, or the top of the ninth, or bottom of the ninth, when they got a man on base to, to try to win the game, they went into immediate overtime mode. I mean, Mike Zanino and... And the Q just really shut that down. I mean, that pop fly catch by by Zanino. I'm really glad he was behind the play. I don't know if Mejia is making that play after after his like injury. So I'm I'm glad they were able they they took um, Mejia out of the game and and Zanino was be able to be there in that really crucial situation where I would probably want the the better defensive catcher. Like so so that was really nice. Um, and then we come back top of the tenth. Uh, Nelson Cruz, so, so many, so many timely hits. 
I mean, it, it was just a really good game. He's coming around really. a lot more in the last couple of days. I mm-hmm. feel like is that definitely, am definitely. I going crazy by saying that, or I feel like yeah, he's been I, a lot more. Oh yeah, um, he's like he struggled a little bit. He's definitely not at his numbers where he's at his average for for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And at the start of his race career, he is he's not doing the quite the numbers we expected. But these last like week week and a half, he's really turned it up, and I'm I'm just really excited for it. You know. And also wander, wander, just amazing yesterday. Crazy, like can't it's can't good. get can't strike that man out. Seven seven percent strikeout percentage. That's crazy. He's like second second lowest. Wander's a very good baseball player. Bree, what were your thoughts about yesterday's chaos and just craziness of a game? I had a good feeling about that game the whole time, which sounds really sketchy considering they were down so bad in the beginning. But I don't know. I just. On a list of people, like, I'm, like, the top of the list of people that have zero faith in the Red Sox, like, none whatsoever to do anything right. So I, I was pretty okay with it. Um, I don't know. I thought our offense could handle it. But um, turns out they did. Did they get some help from the Sun and Verdugo and poor defense? Yeah, they did. But you know what? You still have to take advantage of those opportunities, which they did, which is awesome to see. Um, yeah, I mean, the bullpen, bullpen gave up some runs, but like, it's gonna happen. I mean, our bullpen yeah. kind of deceased currently. Um, I was yeah. looking at who would be available today and it's like, it's like Hess. They had to bring up Head, Lewis Head, which. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was just, but uh, hey, we could see, well, did, has Hess pitched in a game for the Rays since he got claimed by them or no? Since he got claimed? I'm not sure. Uh, okay. yes, he did. Oh, he I'm pretty did? sure he did. I think so. Okay, because I because I remember seeing it, but I, I didn't know when he got claimed by the team, which is because I saw him like throw a certain amount of pitches, but I didn't know what team that was for. Like if that was for the Rays, then then it was, but I, I didn't know specifically who it was for. Well, I mean, he's been on several teams this year. Yeah, that's why I was all curious about it. The Hess Express is back, baby. Well, I guess not because the last opponent was Chicago Cubs, who we have not played this year, so no. Okay, then, yeah, so that was on another team. But the Hess Express is back and better than ever. Yes, sir. Literally doing it off the commercial, which yeah. – Also, side note, my family – Yeah, my family um, or my aunt uh, got me so many, like, Hess trucks as a kid and that kind of stuff. It's just, like, sitting in my room, and I don't know what to do with it. Some of those are probably valuable. People collect yeah. those. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. But now I can I can just slap a photo of David Hess on there. Just, Hess <laughs> – I'm sure that'll send the value skyrocketing. Oh my god, it's gonna go up so high just because we're gonna see our boy there. Yeah, and you know, if we're talking about the bullpen, you know, just to get back on topic real quick, um, <laughs> the guys who gave up like uh, runs yesterday in our bullpen was JT Chargua and JP Fireisen, who are like two of our better guys, mm-hmm. and then like a guy like David Robertson who hasn't like been here. He's long, so good, able able to shut it down. I've been so impressed with Robertson. Yeah, honestly. And Armstrong, they're pretty good too. You know, I, I was right next to him um, during the Twins game on Saturday. Or like I was I was near the bullpen. And I just kept looking looking at him, going to my friend, being like, man, this guy's got a strong arm. And he told me to shut up. <laughs> I'm sure. Wow, man, your friend's not nice. <laughs> I mean, he, he was right. I, I should have just shut up. I said it like at least six times, like the whole game. Okay, well then, yeah, yeah. At that point, you know, it was, just... it, but it's like it's like uh, improv comedy. It's like the rule threes, except six. And you just repeat it over and over again. It's funny. Sure. <laughs> I, as you can see, we're laughing so much right now. I thought it was funny. <laughs> this guy's got a strong arm, man. <laughs> well, yeah. That um, I I was very I was questioning. The not bringing in Lau for walls in the ninth inning. And then Lau came in in the 10th inning and got an RBI single. So it was like everything worked itself out in the end. Because I was like, why aren't you putting in Lau if he's like against Boston, specifically at Fenway Park, he's been on fire this year. So why don't you utilize him? And then they ended up utilizing him anyway. So it was nothing. My thing with that, because I was thinking the same thing. I believe my exact words to somebody I was talking to were, he better be dead or dying if he's not. (laughs) (laughs) And he I'm glad he wasn't but um I don't know when I kind of because whenever Cash does something weird I try and go back and find the reasoning for it um to me it seemed so Zanino 
obviously, I mean, you couldn't take Zanino out because he was the only catcher left. So you had to have him in there. He was out. And then was that one out or two out at that point? Was Cruz the first batter? I have I that yesterday's the- game was such a blur. I don't even remember. Because if there were two outs, then Brandon Lau coming up with like nobody on base, I could see where that wouldn't be as valuable as the potential to hit him the next inning. Mm. On base. I, I think that was just- I, I think that was possibly the situation. Yeah. But yeah, but no, like, that makes I, a lot more sense. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know if that was the situation or not, but like and I mean, even like his double, if he would have hit that with nobody on base, then like, you know, he didn't do anything. Yeah. But he scored a run when he did it. Hmm. So I mean he made a count. I don't know. Speaking I could of just weird excuses because I do that all the time, but hmm. it's there's like a little bit of logic there. <laughs> a little bit. True. Speaking of weird um game time situations, right at the end of the game, McHugh gives up a bulk. Let's let's this guy go to third. And I did not watch the post game co- conference, but I'm pretty sure they asked something um, about they asked Cash about this. Well, that's not something. the first time that that's. I mean, this has happened before in other games. Like yeah. intentional blocks have happened because yeah. pitchers and teams are paranoid that like guys will steal signs and all that shit, and then they'll be able to um, uh, utilize them, you know, against them later. Sense. Yeah, I mean, it almost backfired though. Like yeah. I understand it to an extent, but like yeah. It did almost backfire. They're lucky it didn't. I'm not going to lie. They're extremely lucky that it did not backfire. McHugh shut down. McHugh shut it down. On that last at bat, he really shut his stuff. I mean, that was that that was so. I mean, that that the way that that game ended was way too tense for me. My heart rate. I I was looking at it. It was at 129. I was sitting there. I was still in my pajamas and everything. (laughs) My heart was just thumping that whole time. But uh, so. Like like we just talked about earlier, Wander Franco tied Mickey Mantle's record uh, in the AL for longest on base streak of of any player age twenty or younger. He also had four hits in the game, which was the last, which was the first time I think I saw this on Quick Pitch. It was the first time since Tony Col- uh, Canigliaro, who used to play on the Red Sox back in the sixties, so it was the first time since him um, for a guy age twenty or younger to have a four hit game at Fenway Park. Uh, and a couple of those guys were Ted Williams and I think another person of note. So that's pretty wild. Um, How cool is it for Ted Williams to have the honor of being mentioned in the same? I know it's, it's really nice. I'm sure that Ted's looking over us right now and is like, you know what? That kid, he's got some good stuff. (laughs) Hey, I'm glad I'm in the same conversation as that future hall of famer, Wander Franco. Yeah. Exactly. That's what that's what Ted Williams is thinking right yeah, now. Yeah, but Wander's now tied for second all time for on base streaks of, of of players age twenty or younger, and the only one that he has to well, if he extends it, the only one that he has to catch is Frank Robinson, who another Hall of Famer. No big deal. <laughs> no, no big deal. You know, just one of the best players in Major League Baseball history. And what's the, what's the number to hit there? What's the number to hit there? Forty three. Forty three. Forty four to break it. But I mean, he's literally. That would be that's that's an Orioles all time all time great, and you have to think about all the good players that the mm-hmm. Orioles have had in that uh, in that organization over the years, and Wander being you know you know obviously Frank Robinson doing what he's done, and then Wander eclipsing that would be absolutely insane and incredible. Let's get to thirty seven first. We got this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You gotta hit you gotta hit thirty seven. That's the first one. But it, 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 sorry, excuse me. Extremely exciting stuff from Wander. And obviously the Rays, they played well. They freaked us out. Everyone's heart rates went up, but they got the win. And that goes on to the rest of the series, which we'll talk about later. I want to take just a quick thing in between this and the Twin Series because I don't want to spend too much time on the Twin Series because it was a good series for the Rays. It was a good bounce back series for what it was in Minnesota. Um, But I want to make sure that we spend enough time on the Red Sox series. I wanted to ask since I think in and around now, I think I have it up right now. I want to see when the, the actual first airing of it happened. But, oh, okay, so tomorrow is the 25th anniversary of the first ever episode, the first ever premiere of Blue's Clues, which was, if you guys don't know, is a very, very popular kids' TV show. I'm sure a lot of you, depending on how old you are, grew up and watched Here's it as a kid. the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail. Right. Yes, that. that. Yes, that. Specifically, that 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 was part of the show. But the, the, mail the, time. <laughs> wow, that was dead on. You sound. That was pretty good. <laughs> Gibby, are you Steve? What? <laughs> might be. You might be. No, no, no Cam. No Cam. No Cam. We don't know. 
But yeah, so the 25th anniversary of Blues Clues is now or literally tomorrow, September 8th, 1996 is the first ever airing of it. So I wanted to ask, what would what were some of your favorite uh, children's TV shows growing up? Hmm. It's a good question. You know, when I was a baby, I watched Teletubbies. Like, like that's all I watched. Apparently, my, that's what my mom said. I don't remember it at all. Like, not at all. Um, yeah. my, my big one when I was really little was Barney. I was all over Same. Barney. But really, I was ahead of my time because you know who was in Barney? Who? Selena Gomez. Ah. Oh, true. True. Famed star of the Wizards of Waverly Place, Selena Gomez. And nothing else. Literally nothing I else. Al- I was also a big Thomas Tank Engine fan. Obviously, I was a Blue, Blue's Clues fan. Yeah. Blue's Clues um, was a really good show. Um, I wasn't, wasn't a Dora kid. Dora didn't come out yet. Ooh. What do you mean Dora didn't come out yet? Yes, it did, right? Dora it probably did, but I don't think I was... I think I was probably like five by then. I, I didn't really want to watch it. I watched... The, um, I'm or maybe. I watched Dora. <laughs> I watched a lot of... Uh, what did I watch a lot of? A lot of like PBS Kids stuff. So like Zaboomafu, if you guys ever watched that growing up. Zaboomafu was the best. What was that um, one? Be- Between, Between the, the Lions. Lions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dragon. Dragon Tip. Oh, I was Dragon literally going to go through the entire list, but you're already doing it for me. So it's easy. And then <laughs> a lot of the other stuff was like me watching like ABC Kids and watching like Kim Possible and those shows on Disney oh, Channel. Yeah. And then I also, uh, for the longest time, watched now, this was its own, like it became its own spinoff channel, but basically it was called. Nickelodeon Gas, which is games and sports for kids. So they would have like your name Nickel- choice, guys. <laughs> it is what it is, but it works. But they they had guts on Nickelodeon guts. They had figure it out. They had Double Dare. They had Nickelodeon Arcade. Like all of the game shows that you remember on Nick growing up in the nineties mm. and all that stuff, they were all on that one specific network. And I watched that so much growing up, like coming home from school. It was insane. I, I absolutely love that. But I also remember my brother was a little older than me. I remember like staying up watching the bad like the bad people's show. Or like you watch Tonami like Oh, you're talking about like Adult Swim? Yeah, Adult Swim Adult Swim and that kind of stuff. So hey, Adult Swim Adult Swim is good. We love Adult Swim. Favorite show is Eric Andre. We have me. no <laughs> idea what Adult Swim is. <laughs> you have no clue what Adult Swim is? Sounds like it's rated x it's it's it's, it's, it's what comes on after 9 p.m on cartoon cartoon network yeah like like when they have like family guy and america dad and all those shows and bob's burgers and then they have their own shows why is it called adult swim because that's what rick and morty's on yeah that's what rick and morty's on. so like all of those shows aren't kid friendly shows that's why it's called adult swim because it's more adult geared because because all the kids oh, go to sleep at like nine so that's why they do nick at night and they do like uh, Nick at Night's a little bit more uh, like well, like uh, well, but like well, like Nick at Night, they show Friends and all that stuff. But yeah, they they show that. Adult yeah, Swim, but, they'll they'll show some some weird ass shows, some not very appropriate yeah. shows for children. Yeah, like Rick and Morty is a perfect example of like what would exist. That and the Eric Andre show. If you've ever seen the Eric Andre show before, that those two are perfect examples of what you should expect on Adult Swim. I absolutely love the Eric Andre show. By the also, way, also Venture Bros. Good show. Is that oh Venture Bros. Yeah, I've never watched that. I haven't seen any. Don't, don't. How have you never? <laughs> don't watch it. What what world did you grow up in where you don't know what adults? She was is? sheltered. Jesus Lord. I watched they, they blocked Montana, they blocked bro, the TV at know. night. I mean, Hannah Montana's not a bad show. Night. But like, life of Zach and Cody, like yes, bangers. But come on, you come on, you gotta know adult. How do you? There was like a whole thing about that on TikTok for like three months in the summer. They just I go on TikTok for like like twice a month. And oh, I'm, on, okay. I'm on there for a long time, but I go on there like twice a month. Well, they had like a whole, there was like a, there was like an adult swim trend where they literally like, they, they would do like, cause on adult swim, they do bumpers that like happen in between shows. And they're just like, you know, just like anything going on in like normal everyday life. And then you'll see like the AS logo pop up somewhere. So that's people like did that same thing, but on um, social media. Yeah. I remember getting up or just turning on the TV at like one o'clock and watching some Aqua Teen Hunger Force or something like that. That's a bang. Always show. a good time. Oh, also those nights at 3 a.m. when you wake up to George Lopez. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how accurate that is because it's 100% true. Yeah. Good old show. So shout out to Blue's Clues. Shout out to television shows that we all watched growing up. And uh, it's kind of crazy to think that it's 25 years old. It's 
very, very disturbing, but I mean, it's a milestone achievement. So congrats to them and shout out to them. Whip. Shouts out to Steve. Shout out, shouts out to Steve. The shouts OG. Steve. The, the OG Steve. We love Steve. With that being said, let's go over to the Twin Series. So Rays take two out of three from Minnesota. It was a much better series than what happened in Minnesota. I know that last game wasn't great, mm-hmm. but they they got the job done. They won the series. Good vibes going into the Boston series. How do we think about that Minnesota series? Yeah, I mean, second game, good. Third game, not how you want to set yourself up for the Red Sox series. But I guess hindsight, um, I, I know that uh, they won today's game. They might not win this game, too. Their bullpen stretched so bad. Um, or our bullpen stretched. But it's also the Red Sox bullpen. So... And we just we just had a seven point comeback, six point comeback. Sorry, and the Red Sox um, still have a bunch of COVID. So yeah. not that we should be happy about that, but like it is it's something. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So, have the Twins have any like have the Twins had any cases come out about COVID related stuff? Because then everyone's like making a big deal about like oh when you go to Florida you get COVID and all that shit. The Red Sox had COVID coming into Florida, so I mean. Yeah, no, well, I'm just not sure I, about I that. wanted to see if anyone got COVID because that's a whole thing. So I was trying to debunk the myth. Stupid. It's debunked because there's no validity. Like, obviously, COVID in Florida is bad, but the Red Sox were literally getting COVID like two series before they came into Tampa. So I don't want to hear it. Garbage. But, anyways, Michael Waka is good in case you hadn't noticed. We he, love Waka. he had another really good outing. He's been looking twin. a lot more sharp recently. Yeah, six innings pitch, um, only three hits, two runs, no walks, which is huge, and seven strikeouts. So. Oh, I also I was also at the game Saturday. It was good to see Archer pitch. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very he threw nice. Five innings, right? I, I know he gave he up threw, the four runs, but he threw five innings. Yeah, five innings. That was a good milestone um, for him to get to. I know it wasn't as much as. Obviously, it wasn't as great as he wanted, but that milestone, considering the Rays, um, I don't know how much they were leading at that point. Yeah, okay, the Rays were already Yeah, ahead. we're all – it was our most – it tied our franchise for the most home runs. Oh, that was the 11 – that was the 11-run game. The 11-4, yeah, that's why I'm talking about. So, I have no issue with Cash leaving Archer out there just to stretch him out. Yeah. So, I thought that was a Honestly. good choice. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, that was sick. Who homered in that game? It was... Oh, my God. So many people. Yandy. Uh, Lau homered, home... I'm sure. Lau home run. Okay, home run. On, have... on, on, his, on his bobblehead night, too. That's yeah, important. be Lau bobblehead night home run. It was Diaz, Luplo, Margot, Randy, Cruz, and be Lau. Yeah, um, that Luplo home run, um, that was one I was looking at when I was in the stadium. I was like, no way it's getting out of here. It just kept it just kept going. It, it, it got it got out of there. So he had a big hit it's per, it's yesterday happy. in the Red Sox game too, off of a righty, which he's only here to hit lefties. But he had a big hit off a righty, so that was yeah, cool. Jordan. I, I'm happy that we're that we're using Luplo now, yeah. like more. I do think he might be the odd man out when uh, Choi and Phillips come back this week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, that's fine. We're probably gonna see him again, if we're being honest, which is fine because he's. He's done well. He's not bad. He just has to be used in the correct situations. Very true. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it? Sunday's game. It was Patino that pitched that one. I started saying nice things about him, and then he did bad again. So yep. go back. Go back to shitting on him. Mean streak. I will. You know, I will. So Luis, you are you are disappointing. <laughs> Detention, Luis. Yeah, but um, I think he's gonna be fine. I don't know if he's. Okay, so this is kind of going on a little bit of a tangent, but postseason rotation, you only need a four-man rotation because of the off days, and they're probably not going to do five because it just wouldn't make sense. I mean, I guess if you wanted to, you could, but so it's probably going to be a four-man rotation. Who do you guys have in that rotation? I would lead off a series with McClanahan. Yeah. I'd do Shane. Yarbs, maybe the second game, but if if I'm doing Red Sox, yeah. If it's Red Sox... I'm doing I'm doing Yarbs the second game because then it might be one one or Yarbs can prove me wrong and get two zero. Um, we have six more? we have six starters right now. Yeah. I, I would say I put, I put Walker in there on the third day maybe. <coughs> right. I'm 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 trying to think of what I, I I would do. I would have McClanahan, Yarbs, 
And then like something like Archer Patino or like in a back in like a tandem start or like yeah, like because because like I want to use Rasmussen too. Exactly. Like, I feel like and I feel like he would be a good starter. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could have Archer and Patino come out of the pen, and then you could have, if Waka continues to prove that he's good, then you can keep Waka where he is, and then have Rasmussen as a four. Yeah. So what I would do, I would go. McClanahan should be the consensus number one. I think everyone would agree with that. After that, it's a gray area. I think depending on who we are playing, you go Waka or Yarbs as two. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I would go Rasmussen. And then whoever you didn't pick out of the Waka and Yarbs for four. And I think um, you also have Archer there as an option if need be. I think he'd be fine starting. I just don't know if I trust Patino starting in the postseason maybe maybe put him into a stretch role in the postseason yeah, i'd put him in as bulk or even you could do because we also have fleming i know he's in durham right now but he is there if we need him i think you could do some kind of tandem start because we don't rasmussen is kind of like a five inning guy archer is like a five inning guy at least for now um so those guys you could piggyback so you could have you know archer and patino go together if you wanted to i mean they're kind of similar, so maybe not those two specifically, but like Fleming and Archer, Fleming and Patino, that would be good. Um, there are a lot of options, which is why I'm not as concerned about the pitching as I think a lot of race fans are, because they have enough starting pitching and bullpen help to completely play matchups as what they, you know, like, no, we don't have the Dodgers, like four Cy Youngs, but guess what? We have the same record as them, and we have guys that can get outs just, just like they can. Yep. That is it's not going to be in the same fashion. It's not going to be a guy that's throwing, oh, you know, seven innings, 13 strikeouts, one hit. It's not going to be that. It's going to be, you know, three guys getting like, I don't know, eight strikeouts and maybe more hits, but they can limit the damage and that's what they're good at. So anyways, that was my little tangent. But yeah, um, Sunday's game, they lost by one run and they gave up the run in the ninth. So that's never ideal. I think it was, was it Pete? No, it wasn't Pete. It was Kittredge. Kittredge was the one who gave up the runs in the ninth. Yeah, just one run. We were tied going into the ninth and Kit gave up a run. So, I mean, it's Kittredge. Like, I feel like he, he's been so good this year. If he gives up a run every now and then, like, he's fine. It sucks. But, like, what are you going to do? Life Nobody's is life. perfect. Yeah. I mean, if we weren't so far ahead in the division, then it'd be, like, a little more nerve-wracking. But the division is, I mean, almost a lock, pretty much. Yeah. So now the biggest thing... I'm not saying it is right now. I Anything can happen. I mean, if you say so. I See, I'm more concerned about... I want home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I agree so, with you on that. I'm just personally saying that, like, I'm not going to say, like, nothing is set in stone for me until it actually happens. That's fine. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's not set in stone, but it's going to take a lot, a lot for it to change. Yeah, um, very true. They so, just got to keep well, on keeping on. Yeah, my focus... As if I'm on the team, clearly. Not that my focus matters, but mine would be, you know, kind of scoreboard watching, not the Yankees and the Red Sox, but scoreboard watching the White Sox and the Astros to see where they are. Because I want that home field advantage. I respect it. I like that. Well, yeah, it seemed like a good series. They like the fact that the Rays were able to get back to winning ways against Minnesota after what had happened previously and nearly swept them which would have made them 4-2 against them. Instead, they went 3-3 three and three against them. I think that's a good sign moving forward, that they were able to take care of business and kind of right the wrongs of the previous series. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy about that. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break here. We are going to uh, come back, talk about the Red Sox series, some other things going on in baseball, and some other stuff that I have sprinkled in here and there on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Raise the Roof is partnered with Smack Apparel to help you talk the talk with your favorite sports teams. They have fantastic designs with great comfort at great prices. Tampa Bay sports fans, they have you covered with great Rays, Bucks, and Lightning gear, some that you might have even seen players wear. Raise the Roof listeners, we have a special deal just for you. Go to our affiliate link under the bio of our Twitter account to purchase your own Smack Apparel wear, and you'll be helping us out in the process. Thanks to Smack Apparel again for supporting Raise the Roof. Smack Apparel, talking the talk since 1998. 
And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. So I had another kind of hypothetical question for you guys. A- actually, it's two things now. So, th- so the one thing is, and I told Bree about this pre-pod, but if uh, Gibby, have you ever heard of John Boyce before? He does stuff for SB Nation. Yeah, he makes Secret Base, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they have the they do a bunch of. He's done Chart Party before, and he's done. Yeah. I think it's i forget the other one i think it's just good or something like that or something but basically yeah. he's done a bunch of like documentary things that are really really cool um and a lot of like really really interactive statistical videos about sports and all of that and the two things of note that have happened recently is that and one of them that he's doing now is is in a series called dorktown so mm-hmm. the one thing that he previously did was he did like a full history of the seattle manners it was like three which is a very good video yeah it's All, really really honestly. good really really good cry. Like it it's, makes a, a true baseball fan cry. Like that is that depressing. team is truly different. Where can like, I watch like, this? Because it just on YouTube at, at the end, at the end, it really it really sh- shows you like just like how how to love a sports team though, which is what I like about it. It's like you don't you don't beg on championships or whatever. You just beg on like on like what the team is. I feel like that applies to the Rays too. Yep. You know, so I, I I felt connection to that to that movie def- or that whole documentary. Yeah, and then they. They they just did one. Uh, they just finished one up on the Falcons, which is the Falcons one is so good. Yeah, it's much longer and also kind of funnier because the Falcons are way more depressing in terms of like how they've lost compared to the Mariners. Oh I'm not gonna God. lie. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Atlanta, but. I wanted to ask you guys because I think that the Rays would make for a really, really interesting and good documentary. Like, what do you think would have to be included in there for it to work? Uh, I mean, they could really do everything. I mean, like 98 on, that is a very, uh, that is, you can completely encapsulate um, the history of our team in a very short f- time frame when there was a lot of a media available for sports. So I feel like it wouldn't be too hard just to i mean there there are certain moments you you want in there you want like 2008 you want like all the struggles i mean i that's what i like i like the struggle episodes so when we go through the 98 through like 2007 years that's just pain it, 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 it would just be pain and that would be my favorite part of the whole thing so i mean obviously that's <laughs> well, the part well, you really like, you really oh, got to strife on the pain well i was gonna like, say do you think it would make for a good documentary? Like oh, detailing yes. the history oh. of the Rays, how much, how, how interesting do you think the documentary would be? That'd be great. It it would be like it should, it belongs in the theater, honestly. Like I I think the the Rays history like it's just a history of like almost like so many times and just almost getting to the pinnacle. So it's a good point. And then it's completely different from the Seattle Mariners series, which would be like. I mean, they didn't really they ever almost there. make it any anywhere. But like, I think, yeah, I think it'd be a really good. I honestly think one of the teams they're gonna do next is either gonna be Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I mean they started out zero and twenty two, or they're gonna do the Rays. Like those are two teams that well, I think John Boyce has to do next for his documentary series. Great. I know that you haven't seen the documentaries, but like, what what would you think would need to be included in there to make it an, an interesting documentary for people to watch? I think the biggest thing, honestly, is the change kind of that happened, you know, the change in ownership. Because, I mean, love Stu or hate Stu, there was a point where he came in and he changed things and the franchise went a different direction. So I think it'd be really cool to see you know how that happened joe madden all things he did he revolutionized the game of baseball kind of i mean they're doing it now again with kevin cash but i mean he was one of the first to implement the shift he did things differently he brought snakes and penguins into the clubhouse like he was just crazy and fun Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously our first you know not our first star per se but our first star that actually led us somewhere being evan longoria um Obviously, you have to focus on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Game yeah. ones, who's got to be in there? I mean, I would, I would honestly, since this is a struggle in the Mariners documentary series too, you would obviously talk about the stadium situation. Yeah. And I feel like this documentary, if he ever does make it, which I think 
I think he's going to do because I think he li- he likes the I Rays. I hope he does it yeah. soon. I think he's going to like make sure that he gets one for each team of like True. for each league. But I yeah. think that the Rays one would work really well. The Rays one would work very well because one of the one of the problems with Seattle with the Seattle Mariners for a while was their stadium situation being in the Kingdome. It's a very relatable situation to raise. So, I mean, I just feel like all, I feel like the writing's just on the wall there. Like there's so much you could do and it, it would just, it, it would just make a massive appreciation for the Rays. Cause I feel like a lot of people just don't really get how the Rays like work or like so many people lately <laughs> that are like, yeah, I went to Tampa once I was at St. Pete and the traffic wasn't bad. Like, okay. It's different if you're coming here with intentions of going to a Rays game. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah like like going to that stadium on, on like a race but like yeah perfect he's got he's gonna make one i mean i just think it's a matter of when and i also thought i had a th- really sad thought of it might be after the team yeah if the team moves that's when this documentary series would happen because you have a full encapsulated yeah like if point. the team moved you know i don't want to think about that so let's yeah. not <laughs> or, or after they win the world series or or the World Series. Let's think about that part of it. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys before we go into the Red Sox series. So I, I've seen a lot of people do like Mount Rushmore's of things. Yes. What would you guys say would be on the Mount Rushmore for the Rays all time? <gasps> I've thought about this so much. I mean, well, number one is pretty obvious, right? Longo. Longo I was thinking obvious. Longo, Price, Kevin Cash, and, or... Hmm. Because, like, Cash and Madden are two really important figures, but then you have guys like James Shields, and you have guys like Matt Garza, and you have guys like Scott Casimir that are also important. I still would put the managers above them. It's so hard that the name just five, but I might put the managers Mount above them. I mean, Joe Madden was super important. Gibby, Mount I mean, Rushmore's four. I've been there. There's only oh, four. Four. So are we, are we consensus? Wait, Longo Crawford. Crawford is disqualified for being a bad person. Why are you saying he's a bad person? He had like, like a really pretty sure he was arrested for Oh, okay. Well then long so so Longo is a definite. We we can put that Longo, we can put that like in my mind I'm still I'm still pushing for um I'm still pushing for Cash and Madden. Like I think that those two guys have to be on there. True. I kinda wanna put who else do you want to put, Gibby? Carlos Pena. Pena's really a guy. Love, I love Carlos Pena. Well, just like throw out names that, that you Blake Snell work. could be up there, but like Zobrist. he really only got like Zobrist would be up there. Invented the utility player. That is true. Mr. Everyman. I'm not going to put Lau up there. He'll be up there soon. Not, not right now. If I'm just doing players and not managers, which I think like. Okay. okay well, then if we want to do it without managers included, that's fine. Mm. I'd put Evan Longoria, David Price, Carlos Pena. Ben Zobris. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> because I keep thinking five. And it's only four. Bray, Bray, how do you feel about that list? Good, bad? It's fine. Yeah. I think I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Like, I, maybe Kiermeyer. He he has a case, for sure. Maybe, like, Kiermeyer would be a guy I would switch with Pena. Because I think that, like, Price is immovable because he just had such a b- big impact on the team. Longo's immovable. And I think that Zobrist has a case of being immovable just because of how actually valuable he was to the team. And if we're not going to include Crawford on the list, then, um, and well, and, and I mean, there is another guy who I'm not going to include who played for the Rays in the, in, in the mid 2000s, but do you know who it is, Bree? John Aubrey Huff. Yeah. He doesn't get included on anything. No, he doesn't. No, he's not allowed. Him and Kyle Farnsworth, because Farnsworth is a dumbass and started tweeting yeah. stupid shit about. Trey Mancini went like and okay, he said it, it wasn't about Trey when Trey was the only one with general soreness yesterday. So so just to make sure I had all like like I'm not forgetting anyone, I looked up um best race players of all time. Okay. And for some reason, <laughs> Yoshi's like down the list. <laughs> he, he's like down the list only like a little bit. I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi, Yoshi's on the, he's on Mount Rushmore. He's on, put yeah. him on there. <laughs> Oh, God. That's, that that's not good. Way. I don't put him on the Rays Mount Rushmore. No, no. I put him on the Pirates Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I was going to say, Pirates Mount Rushmore. He's killing it with them. All right, let's get into this Red Sox series. Bree, pitching matchups for this series, for the rest of the series, by the way. 
Yes. So today it is going to be. I just put my phone down. Hold on. <laughs> Had it ready. This Black whole... screen. Black screen. Okay. It is Rodriguez versus Rasmussen. I I, yeah, I was going to say Erod versus Rasmussen. Yeah. So that's a good one. That'll be a good time. Right. And then tomorrow it's McClanahan Eovaldi. Also a good one. Is it only a three game or is it a four gamer? It's a three game. We have Detroit after this. I swear to God, I I I, I thought it was a four gamer. I could last one was a four gamer. Uh maybe I just maybe my mind don't work. So that means are they so that means do they have an off day on Thursday then? Yes. Yep. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that because I thought that that wasn't the case. I'm dumb. It's okay. Yeah. So I like I those are gonna be really fun games to watch. Wait, can you say the matchups one more time? Yes. Pete Alonso just hit one about 420, by the way. Nice. Go Gators. Um, go Gators. Blaze it. <laughs> Rasmussen and Erod for Boston, and then McClanahan, Eovaldi. Ooh. Yeah, those are good matchups right there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking positive things for the series, though. I like that Rasmussen-Erod game. I'm a little right? bit iffy about tonight, but I'm liking tomorrow. Dude, if, Rasmus, if Rasmussen can give a six... Yeah, if he can get six, we're cruising. Because <laughs> the I bullpen, agree. and then they bring in the Hess Express. Yeah. Oh my god! Cut the game out. <laughs> Just load him up on the Hess truck, take him home. Love it. We love the Hess Express here on Raise the Roof. Unironically, by the way, we are yes, big David Hess is, supporters. This is unironic love. Yes, it is. We love David Hess. I mean, someone's got to give him love, right? Yeah. Well, why not us? Damn straight. What what Rays podcast do you know that gives David Hess love? I, I don't on, know of any. I don't I, I don't know of any either. It's the only I, one. Yeah, I don't I don't think I know of any. Um, what Rays podcast do you know that gives Yoshi Susuko so much love? I don't think you know. Oh, any. definitely no one. You're the, you're the <laughs> no only one. one. I'm the only one. You you are the only singular person because you have such an affinity for Japanese board players. Exactly. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that, but like, I mean. I do, I, I do wish the best for Yoshi in, oh, in yeah. Pittsburgh. It was, it was a shitty situation in Tampa Bay, but hopefully all will be good. Um, how are we, like, how are we feeling about these last two games? Good, bad, and different. I kind of um, said my thing, but good. In terms of the last game, you're feeling really good as a race fan because I mean you're able to battle with a stretched bullpen, and your offense is able to get you like through that game. It's, it's rewarding. So. And, and it's good going to the postseason. This is one of the teams we might face. I mean, it's going to probably be, it might be Yankees, Red Sox, uh, whoever wins that series, that wild card goes, faces us. So it's a good, it's a good sign when they're really giving your, they're all. And credit to Kevin Cash for not throwing the game away after being down 7-1 because he knows what his guys can do in later innings. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sticking to it and not, not just like, Maybe putting in someone who's gonna like get like two runs on him, like like just actively trying to win the game. I agree. I <laughs> Kudos to him. Agree. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you on that one. Uh, Bree, how are you feeling? Ooh, my computer was about to die there. I fixed it. We're all good. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, I if we won last night's game or yesterday's game, like it, it turned into last night's game. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> We're we're chilling. I mean, I trust Rasmussen looked outstanding against the Red Sox last time. The only thing I would worry about, and this was the case with Yarbs, I think, too. They have just seen us so many times in the past few weeks. Like it's kind of absurd. Um, how many times they've but just this is it, right? This is the last series against the Red yeah. Sox this year. Yeah, we're done, but it's just in such a short period, they've seen our pictures so many times but on the flip side we've seen theirs too so that is true so yeah but um i mean we've Rath- seen ryan yarborough a little bit too many too many times yeah. <laughs> i think his five of his last six starts or something have been against them it's like something ridiculous well, he, he's thrown against them five times this year yeah i mean it's, it's actually a rough draw for him yeah that's an incredibly rough and they hit him really well so yeah, but I mean, last game he had against them, like last week, he did really well, and I feel like everyone's skating over that. But whatever. Um, 
out. I think we're fine. Let's get over a lot of things, Bree. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> the social media verse is one that is that is very volatile. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say oh, about man. that. We we love y'all, but I'm sure all y'all know it it can be a very volatile place. Raise Twitter when they're down literally two runs is the worst it's place like the Earth. stock market basically like raise twitter is the stock market It'll buy rise buy, buy sell sell yeah oh my god it's such a dramatic rise and fall it's crazy yeah we're so entitled to wins but whatever which is insane that yeah. we're at that point now but hey it is what it is yeah so good vibes it seems like all right let's go with um just quickly keys to the series uh Bri, let's start with you Series is basically over. Just, you know, our pitching just has to hang in there. I don't expect them to have outstanding nights either night because the bullpen is taxed. Um, They've seen our pitching, like I said, several times. So the bullpen, just hang in there. Give the offense a chance. That's all I ask. (laughs) All right, Gibby. You know, it's going to be a heavily – I think if the first game is any indication, I think it'll be a pretty high-scoring affair. These next two games. Um, so basically, um, just get hidden, you know. <laughs> I love it. And, and pitching, it's get really it. gonna come down to our to our bullpen guys shutting it down in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, and our offense getting their runs when they like to in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. Everything just hinges on the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, and that is the theme of the Rays of the last like two months. Just getting runs in the last seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. It's the truth. And yeah. also, we have the, don't we have like the most runs in baseball? I believe so. Yeah. Like we have also, the side run note, differential. Eddie Alvarez is, is is back on the Marlins, guys. Woo! Woo! Yeah, Eddie. Eddie! I love that man. He's the best. We love Eddie. Yeah, so basically, just like every other series... Our keys for this one are hit well and pitch well. Pitch and pitch. Oh my God! See, this is why you Whoa. guys listen to us for the for the for the for the great analysis. Groundbreaking right. analysis. Pick a player. Let's go, Gibby. Who are your players for the series? Give me David Hess. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Give it to me. Give it to me. All right, I'll give it to you, Bree. I'm going B Lau. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it, but like, I mean, you already know I'm gonna pick it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's okay. <laughs> Anyone he else? Who just process this. Yeah, I'm trying to process. I like, just got I'm his bobblehead. I just got his bobblehead. By the way. I know. Did you break it? No. What you do? The bat. The bat comes out, so you uh, can put anything. <laughs> you can put anything in the bat. What holder. did you replace it with? <laughs> if, in case y'all, in case y'all are trying to figure out what Alex is talking about. Oh God, is it what I think it is? He what? told you what it was. Yeah. Wait. Don't worry about it. Okay. Don't, worry about it. Don't worry about it, audience. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this after the podcast because I think I know what it is. But <laughs> literally told you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. A lot of things going on in my head. All right. Anyone else but Bila? Are you just going with Bila? Um, Lewis Head. I like it. Well. I mean, he had a big hit yesterday, so I just and he had a good series against Minnesota, so I was very happy about that for Brandon. So just keep doing what he's doing there. I also picked Nelly last last uh, series, and he did really yeah. well, so I was very happy about that. Um, I don't want to stick with Nelly, even though like I might have to, but I would rather go with um, who do I want to go with? If he's gonna play, give me KK. I love Ooh. it. I love oh the KK KK never gives, gets love. I love it. Give us some KK love. Yes. KK is great. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, hopefully he'll play well. So that's a good thing. All right. He's so good. <laughs> Let's go around the world of baseball. I want to go into a little bit of MVP conversation with y'all, uh, National mm. League and American League MVP. Obviously, the American League MVP race has gotten quite spicy recently. No, it hasn't. It's. Well, gonna be Shohei it's not even a contest well I understand that but I'm not gonna lie Marcus Simeon and Vlad are making a are making a run for it any other year they'd win and if Shohei didn't have the pitching and the hitting if he just had one they'd win but you know what he does and it's just not gonna be close that is also true Gibby thoughts 
He's going to go with Shohei, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, just like if he didn't, if he didn't have like a like a three ERA or whatever, um, two nine seven ERA. Wow. Wow. Um, Pretty good. Know. If he had like a little worse, like maybe like a like a five two three or something, and like not like the best pitcher along with being a hitter. If he was just but ass, like being like being an terrible. elite pitcher, being an elite pitcher, and then leading the league in home runs is just like yeah insanity. So it, there's no way anyone else could win. I just don't think in the American League. Yeah, I I agree with you guys. Um. I'm just saying that I think it's it's becoming a lot more interesting to see the guys who yeah, are also yeah, factoring yeah. in the conversation. It'll be um, interesting to see who gets second through fifth. I agree with that. The one that is still very much up in the air right now is that of the National League MVP race. Because you have a couple of guys that are going for it. I think the two most notable ones, I would say, are Bryce Harper and um, Tatis. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Castellanos would be in the mix or oh, yeah. other guys, but that one is really interesting. That one is incredible. I would personally give it to Tatis right now, but I a hundred percent understand the argument for Harper. Mm. My thing with Harper is he's been healthy a lot more than Tatis has. I mean, that also though, on the flip side of that, that shows how valuable Tatis has been when he has been here, that he's putting up the numbers he has in a shorter span yeah but like Bryce has been there like pretty much the whole time I don't think he's missed that much time and I don't know honestly I think it shouldn't be this way but I think it'll come down to who's makes the playoffs playoffs yeah I mean that's I was just about to say that yeah Bryce that just rules out Cassianos and and Harper no because they're all in the they're all in the playoff race yeah, Gibby, the Padres are not looking so hot right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know, but the Padres are back. Uh, the Padres are back in the second wild card spot. The Reds are one game back of the Padres, and the Phillies are two games back. So. Yeah, but the Phillies are closer to the division in are, are closer to the NL East. I think they're yeah. like a game and a half back right there. Yeah. So all three of oh, those so... teams, they're right there. Hmm. So that's really interesting. Yeah, Harper's yeah, having one the of the Reds were way farther behind. No, dude, dude, the Reds literally had the second wild card spot for like two weeks. Yeah, I will How, say oh, they're sorry. three and seven in their last ten, and they're still right there. What even? That's absurd. I mean, who's ever going to get the second wild card spot is going to be absolutely destroyed by either the Giants or Dodgers, which is yeah. absolutely incredible. I don't know. Anything can happen in one game. I don't know about that. I mean, it, you, you are right about that. I didn't think about that part of it. I, I just assume the best team doesn't always win. That, Bree's right. Bree's 100% right about this one. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, Hall of Fame ceremony is happening tomorrow. Who's or, even getting inducted that? aside from so Jeter? It's Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and the dude who helped out basically create free agency. I forget, Marvin Miller. He was the first mm. CBA president, I think. That's what it was. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So those four guys. Also, they have um, Larry Walker's like SpongeBob, like NASCAR trucker shirt that he wore on MLB Network when he, when he got. Uh, I guess like when they were talking to him, they have that on display in the Hall of Fame, which is just <laughs> incredible. <laughs> uh, if I was him, though, I would just keep that shirt. I'd be like, "Screw you, Hall of Fame. This is my shirt. I want it." <laughs> I wonder, I've always wondered this, like, does the Hall of Fame pay players to have stuff in there? No. Because, like, like, BJ Upton has his, like, No, they they get them all for free. Like, like players will donate them, or the Hall of Fame will just say, can can we have this? And the player will usually just give it to them. But, like, that's usually what it is, is is they'll they'll end up getting stuff from teams. Well, have have either of you been there? Give me a break. Have you guys been there? Not yet, no. I went there, but it was a while ago. I went there once in like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. Um, I think obviously, I've been a to lot the Pro has Football changed. Hall of Fame. I've not. I've not. only been to one Hall of Fame, and that's baseball. I haven't mm. been to any, so. Nice. <laughs> so wait, so Gibby, you went to the one in Kenton? You went to the Pro Football. Yeah, Hall? that's not the college one, right? College no. no, the college yeah, one. The one in Canton is the one in Canton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen the college one from the outside. I've never actually been in it before. Yeah, I think I actually, you know what? Then I've been in two. 
because I'm pretty sure on a field trip I went to the College Football Hall of Fame. When the hell did you just go to? What kind of field trip uh, do y'all having in Florida where you just go to Atlanta? It, it was a it was a band trip for. Oh, okay. Well, then you could have specified that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just did. I just did school trip. I don't know. Well, yeah, I was like, I was like, what kind of random ass school trip are you doing where you're just hopping over and going to a different state? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, let's just go to Atlanta. Yeah, dude, I love it, no. man. Let's just go to freaking Atlanta. It's the best. Well, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting to see what goes on with both of those races. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Hall of Fame ceremony tomorrow. It's going to be weird because it's going to be in the middle of the day. But congrats to all four guys that were inducted in. Uh, congrats to all of you. Fantastic stuff going on there. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure all of us will try to watch at some point Do you know, see what's going on with that. Um, any other news in and around the world of baseball? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I missed. Is there anything, mm. is there anything that I missed? Or am I just going crazy? trying to think i don't think there's anything else of note um i mean college football week one ended our teams went a combined two and one what then florida state did you guys watch that game yeah i want notre dame anger that kicker yeah i was about to say something inappropriate about tallahassee but i'll I'll, I'll hold it back yeah no just hold it in buddy so our teams uh, went a combined two and one in those games yeah unfortunate for that kicker though from fsu unfortunate sucks Man, Roberto Aguayo vibes. Yeah, second round draft pick. God, I hope this guy. Oh, there's that was a dog. The dog oh. just went by Bree's screen. Oh, 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 the dog's on the screen now. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry about that. The dog's happy. That's all I care about. Dog, dog. It's Brandon happy. Lau. Whoa, look at that. Whoa. We have a special guest. What a dog. What a dog. <laughs> oh, good girl. Well, yeah, um, Mackenzie Milton, that is the coolest thing ever. Yes, oh, Mackenzie yeah. Milton, we love him. I mean, literally, my 20, 2017 year, year was – the 2017 year was his – or 2018 year was his senior year. And then he's still here, like, about four years later. And I, I was watching him when he was a senior at UCF, and now he's still kicking it. It's kind of kind of crazy that he's still in college just because he's been battling that injury for so long. I'm surprised which, um, that he was able to make it back because I thought – I remember them saying yeah. that it was like life-threatening surgery that he had to undergo. Yes, it was. He had to be immediately rushed to Tampa General Hospital. Damn I was there at that game. It was quite oh. quite brutal. I mean, I literally – we do this thing in uh, at USF where like if, when a injury happens, like no matter whose player it is, you put your horns up just out of sign respect. I mean, I knew right away – that his current college career was probably over, but I was wrong. He came back, so it's it's nice. It's it's just cool to see. Um, it's it's a triumph of humanity, like having an injury like that, and then be able to start for your. I agree. Or not not start. Um, come in for your team. Yeah, and when it, they needed it, you. It would have been one thing if. He came in and it was like, oh, it's a good story. He like threw a couple times. Like, no, he they stuck him in there. He, he got good. them. He got them two overtime, and I mean, that was just outstanding. And then they kept rolling with him because he only had to come in because their starter's helmet came off. So he only had to come in for one play, mm-hmm. and they left him in for I think two drives. So, I mean, what a legend! Yeah, Love that. that that's that's the one that. UCF night that I'll never, uh, yeah, I'll we, never uh, hate. We love Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, go Gators, but go Mackenzie Milton. Go Mackenzie Milton. He's awesome. You rock, dude. Um, I think with that, I don't think that there's anything else going on in baseball. So I think with that, we're going to conclude this latest episode of Razor Roof. Thanks so much to everyone for taking the time to listen to us. We appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us. It's absolutely wild. If you guys haven't entered that giveaway for the shirt. Um, look on our Instagram, look on our Twitter. It's our pinned tweet. It's our latest Instagram post. Make sure to comment there and tell us why you want the free shirt. It's a fantastic shirt and you guys should buy more shirts from Smack Apparel with our affiliate link because the shirts are fantastic. You guys will help us out in the process and it's a good win-win deal for everyone. Um, yeah, you can get that shirt and then you can get the number one bullshit shirt or you can get the number or you can get the uh, boat parade shirt. Just get all get the shirts. Shirt. Get all, all the shirts. shirts. All the shirts from Smack Apparel. Um, 
if you guys aren't following us on social media, raise the roof to be on all of our social media accounts. Uh, raise the roof Twitch on Twitch, raise the roof, our YouTube channel, our website, raise the roof TV.com. If you guys want to sponsor us or if you guys have any comments, questions, questions, concerns about the podcast or anything else going on at raise the roof, raise the roof TV at gmail.com. Make sure to email us there. This podcast just keeps supporting us as you guys have been doing uh, over, uh, you know, over the months and all, over the year now that we've been doing this, because we're officially over a year of raise the roof podcast episodes, which is absolutely insane. Um, just keep supporting us there. Uh, and make sure to subscribe, um, share, and leave us a good review. With all that being said, thanks so much for listening, and as always, raise up. Raise up, baby.